expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. In Taiwan News, the TIEX opened down 12 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,385 on turnover of 2.9 billion NT. Shares in Taiwan moved sharply higher yesterday as buying emerged amid eased fears over a rate hike after the U.S. Federal Reserve Chair struck a dovish tone on monetary policy at a meeting of global central bankers at the end of last week. While interest was seen almost across the board, late buying was more apparent in the financial sector and the bellwether electronics sector, pushing up the main board close to the 17,400-point mark by the end of the session. Officials say a Latvian man who was imprisoned in Taiwan for robbing several ATMs in 2016 has completed his prison sentence and was deported Monday evening. Andrei Paragudovs was sentenced to four years and ten months in prison and was due to be released in January. But because he could not pay a fine of 500,000 NT, the fine was commuted to labor service, delaying his release by 250 days. Paragudovs was the last of three men convicted in the case to be released from prison. The other two from Moldova and Romania were deported in September and November last year after serving sentences of over four years each. The high-profile ATM heist occurred in July 2016 when members of an international crime ring used malware to withdraw over 83 million NT from dozens of First Bank ATMs. Police recovered more than 77 million of the stolen cash. The CECC says 82 clinics around Taiwan are now allowed to distribute government-funded COVID-19 home test kits to individuals considered at risk of infection. The 82 clinics were included in the government's enhanced COVID-19 community surveillance program that took effect Monday and will last until December 31st. Under the program, doctors at the CECC-contracted clinics can provide the test kits to individuals at high risk of infection based on their diagnosis and ask them to use the test kits at home and report their test results. Health Minister Chen Shizhong says the Central Epidemic Command Center initiated the community's surveillance program to reduce the risk of the Delta variant entering communities in Taiwan and to quickly detect domestic COVID-19 cases in order to break the chain of infection. From the U.S., thousands of people along the southern and western shores of Lake Tahoe have been given a mandatory evacuation order because of a forest fire raging nearby. Rachel Silverman has this report from Oakland. 
The evacuation orders come as the Caldor fire intensifies among dry and windy conditions. Firefighters say the blaze threatens more than 20,000 structures. It's already burned more than 600. Smoke from the fire has brought air quality to unhealthy levels. The fire, which began more than two weeks ago, shows no signs of relenting. Rachel Silverman, Oakland, California. A court in Colombia has refused to allow a trial for a retired general. Bogota's Superior Tribunal ruled that Mario Montoya is not under the jurisdiction of ordinary courts because he is cooperating with a special tribunal created by the 2016 peace deal between the government and the now-disbanded Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. Montoya is accused of offering incentives that led soldiers to murder 104 civilians and pass them off as guerrilla fighters killed in combat during Colombia's long civil conflict. The ruling will be appealed by relatives of civilians killed by soldiers under Montoya's command, who are hoping that the case sets a powerful precedent. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.